0: Honor. Honor seems like a truly noble personal trait to strive toward possessing amongst the cadre of other less desirable ones. We all do our best to boot stomp deep down within the pitch black cavern we all collectively call our butts. Like the way you, uh, you know, all of us uh, collectively, like every single person, you know, how we like to breathe on the nape of a stranger's neck whilst traveling on public transportation. Nah, not like in a weird sex kind of way, but like you feel this unshakable inner power from it, like God herself is breathing through you. Back to honor, though, it's absolutely one of the noblest and most sturdy foundations that a person's personality can possibly be erected atop. A mighty precipice peering politely over your shared property line and pestering your Pontiac Aztec-driving suburban neighbor into pontification, on whether the penile personification that is your pride pagoda is intentional or just merely perceived. I'm more than all for being a totally fucking cool and righteous guy and dude and fucking man, yeah. But the whole lifetime pursuit of the collection of something so intangible yet monetarily coveted as honor seems more like what the illustrious Baba-Robot, the beatboxing Tater Tot would call a dick-measuring contest. Which, honestly, uh, Rob, always just seemed like it would be an awfully uncomfortable situation of a contest to find yourself involved in. All I'm trying to say, I suppose, is uh, that we, we should all just do our damnedest not to be fucking dicks to each other. Least we find ourselves in some deeply degrading contest. And now I'll go against my own lesson here by reminding everyone out there that our new good buddy James Conan was conceived, that means his parents had sex, and then he came, like, nine months later, uh, because his parents came, uh, after a Tool concert in the late 90s. Hey, just because being on the show is therapy doesn't mean that I can't then use the information that's divulged in a negative way to poke and prod for fun and profit! I love you, James. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone and everything for joining us tonight on another Fun, 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 Till Her Daddy Takes Her T-Bird Away episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No.
1: The UFOs, the conspiracies, and the moiders.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. As, hopefully, returning listeners can can probably... Here, that's not Chris. That Hello. is, that's a good, righteous fucking quality James on the yeah, line. Tonight. Hopefully
1: this time we'll uh we'll get past our previous recording issues, because every time I've tried to record it's been kind of experimental and weird.
0: Mhm. And this time, we're just doing it old style, which means missionary, with a hole cut in the sheet. Because God we are both we are both Mormons. As yes, God sir. also intended. Yes. That's how you're supposed to have homosexual involvement. <laughs> Jesus Christ, James. It's your first just solo episode with me in in less than a minute in.
1: Listen, man, I'm, I'm playing in my seed.
0: <clears throat> you do have very beautiful hair, as I've Thank mentioned you. on the show before, so, <sighs> so it has been a super secret what this episode was going to be about because we were. I was going to do another episode at first, and then I started watching a movie today, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm going to do it about that thing that's that's heavily featured in that movie," <clears throat> because it is it's an uh, uh, interest of mine, and it's it's somewhat morbid, <laughs> and it's got a surprising amount of history to go along with it. The topic for tonight is. Seppuku, also sometimes referred to as Harakiri, which is the ritual suicide by cutting the belly that samurai used to do. Uh, Ah, yeah. people up until uh, actually kind of recently still kind of pulling the same shtick, which you would think is a little... Anyway, the neat thing about... Sepku, which is that's kind of the only way that the Japanese ever refer to this uh, which literally translate to cutting the belly uh, is also sometimes referred to as harakiri, which also means uh, the cutting of the abdomen or belly <clears throat> the neat thing about the word is the kanji for it, the character for it is the same for sepku and harakiri, but is reversed hmm makes you think doesn't it wait wait James. Wait, wait one
1: second one second time out time out
0: so you know i just said the thing about the uh character back and forward and i thought that was kind of a neat little deal forward that means the uh you know ritual suicide of someone who supposedly had a bit of class and by that i mean they were you know they were it was a feudal system basically so uh you know there were different classes, and the samurai like to shove pointy things into their tumtums and go to sleep forever because of it, James.
1: Well, it's a it's an honor thing, right? Like it's um like it's only really done after like uh, like a super serious duel. Like they're they're fighting over like some dude like fucked his wife or something, and they're trying like, to decide um... over this duel, and then he kills himself. Like it's. Or like that's just a... like I'm just saying like a, a situation that intense or something like that like it. I mean
0: it it is it is surely for uh, super intense situations, um, but they're they're a little more uh, globally, not globally, but you know as xenophobic as Japan is, I guess globally could be a, a proper word to use for it. It is some like the the samurai class would. They, had, they lived by an honor code. And if they, say, disgrace their lord, uh, then they could be told to commit sepku to restore this honor. And they would have to do it in front of basically, basically a crowd, uh, including the one that they had dishonored, and doing so in the proper... Because there, there was ritual to all of this, and we'll go deeper into what that was, but as long as they carried everything out with respect and honor and killed themselves in front of a crowd then they would uh have restored some of that honor that they lost so that their families wouldn't have to deal with the dishonor of of having someone dishonorable you know of course <clears throat> it's i mean it's a good thing is what i'm saying and it's something that i think that that we as the american people should really <clears throat> look into Um, so it was used either voluntarily, so people could basically say, hey, I fucked up real bad, uh, I'd like to kill myself and, uh, you know, and, you know, save face a bit, uh, or, you know, it was also, uh, a form of capital punishment. If, you know, two warring factions are going at it, and the one that wins is like, you know, I I would like not to have uh, a, an uprising or a rebellion and things. Uh, so all of you uh, big samurai guys on the other side that lost, I'm going to need you to go ahead and kill yourselves now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. or like capital punishment in the form of, like you said, samurai that had committed serious, serious fucking offenses, like uh, rape or um, like uh, unsanctioned murder or you know, basically a murder that when they looked at it, they were like, I don't think it's really fair that you killed that guy, yeah. you know, because your reasons, um, you know, some people blow their nose in public. It's so, not, you know, it, it's not his fault that he did it and you don't liked it. It, it, it happens. It's not illegal. Um, you really probably shouldn't have killed him in front of his kids. Um, I mean,
1: but his reasons are understandable, though.
0: Oh, I hate it too. Blow your nose at home, you fucking savage. Yeah, yeah. <sighs>
1: like don't bring that shit around me. Yeah, dare blow your you. nose
0: in bed and leave the leave the dirty nose napkins For by the pillows like like normal on. people, Melissa. <laughs> wow, that was the quickest bird I've ever seen come up.
1: <laughs>
0: Good job with man, that one.
1: Everyone's just flipping you <laughs> off in that house, man.
0: No, the baby did it to you. Um oh.
1: That's true. I forgot Yeah, I still love so, it. So,
0: that's okay. That's okay. She's. So, yes. Question?
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, basically, um, committing, uh, h- how do you pronounce it properly? The se- 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 sepuku?
0: Uh, s- yeah, sepku. S-
1: sepku? Sepku?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yep. So, the, the reason for committing that is basically so your family could be like, yeah you know, my husband did this shit, but, you know, at least he died an honorable death. Basically, like...
0: Uh, yes, but the wife certainly would not be saying that because, uh, the wives of the men that, um, that had to had to do it usually, um, also ritualistically killed themselves?
1: Jesus Christ. So, so... So... You're a little kid and your dad fucks up, so then your dad and your mom have to murder themselves, like, in front of you.
0: Yes, but only so that your entire family doesn't get murdered.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well, I mean I mean in that situation I see I see the that's that's wild, dude.
0: It's fun. It's a fun time uh for the whole family, as we've just learned. So the first recorded act of Seppuku was performed by Minamoto. No Yorimasa during the Battle of Uji in the year eleven eighty. That's a long fucking time ago.
1: Yeah. I mean it's like
0: eleven eighty. It's, it's like a,
1: before World War Two.
0: That is I mean it's it's it can't it couldn't have been like that long before World War Two. Before World War One even. Mm, are you sure? No. James, what are numbers and dates?
1: Uh, ne- so, seppuku um, Na- is uh, it's pretty interesting, man. I don't know, I'm deflecting. <laughs> I have to uh, track my
0: <clears throat> Are you reflecting or are you deflecting?
1: I'm deflecting.
0: Are you reflectively deflecting? So seppuku mm-hmm. was used by, by warriors, uh, being samurai, specifically to avoid falling into enemy hands at first. So it was just like the Japanese did in World War II, be they uh, soldiers or actually a lot of of civilians did it as well. Instead of being captured by and put into camps by Americans, uh, lots of people just fucking killed themselves.
1: Which is a crazy overreaction knowing that, like, relatively the camps weren't that bad.
0: No right, like, uh, especially compared to to others at the time, especially yeah, like, uh, the like, Japanese. But, actually,
1: like, the only reason was just to yeah, dude. No, the Japanese in World War II were savage, man. Like they did some fucked up shit. But oh, wait yeah. till we get
0: to Unit
1: Seven Thirty One. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <clears throat> but uh, it, it, they were also told through uh, lots of state-run propaganda that don't let yourself fall into the hands of the Americans because, holy fucker, they goddamn savages and they're gonna do really, really bad things to you. So, you know, instead of that happening, you should just kill yourself because you know, um, honor and such. You know?
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know. I know just as well as you do.
0: (laughs) So, like I said, uh, at first, they kind of just did it to avoid falling into you know, enemy hands, but they would also use it to uh, take away some of the shame uh, that losing gave them, and also to possibly avoid being tortured, (laughs) because, yay, olden times. So, how how
1: does this, um, like, reflect religiously for them at the time like does this have any type of religious significance as far as like, Absolutely afterlife?
0: Absolutely not. Nope. <clears throat> this is all about saving face in the here and now. That is literally it. It's so that their family can continue to be of high status basically. Well Because I guess... a disgraced samurai is a fucking forgotten and pushed away goddamn family which is now going from living the life of luxury uh because their father who or whoever is an important samurai for the daimyo or uh you know being completely exiled as a family and or if the if it was bad enough being killed as an entire family
1: yeah well i guess more what i meant though was like do do did they believe that there were any Consequences in the afterlife for doing that, like how no, in a no, lot of religion, it's, it's literally results in uh, like hell, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Nope. Okay. They, I mean, they. Well, I, I mean, we kind of, I kind of got some information about religion, and but most of that, that relationship is that there is no relationship. So, ah, uh, you know, makes sense. So samurai could al- also be ordered to commit seppuku by their their daimyo, like I said, or, you know, just their lord. The person that they served could be like, hey, you, do it. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, later on in time, uh, even just disgraced warriors, uh, they were allowed to carry out Sepku rather than be just executed by the side that won, which is, is very nice of them, I think. Um, <clears throat> you know... Yeah. You don't know. It's okay. You'll learn. You'll <laughs> you'll learn. The <laughs> most com- <laughs> the most common form of of this uh was when a samurai would um he would take a mo- mostly a short sword which uh is a tanto, which I guess that's more of their dagger than a short sword. Yeah. And it would be uh wrapped in some either rice paper or cloth so that the samurai wouldn't cut their hands while holding it. And uh, they would plunge the knife into the left side of the lower abdomen and drag it slowly from left to right. And mostly would have a small turn upwards at the end and a pull up. Then, uh, eventually, uh, because at the very early stages, after... after the gutting of yourself, you would then either plunge that same dagger into your throat or you would stand, hold the point of the dagger to your heart and fall forwards onto it.
1: And that's if you survive the initial belly
0: cut. Yeah, because I, I saw somewhere that if, you know, if they actually plunge the knife deep enough, there there is an artery down there toward the base of your spine that if you... We're lucky enough—I use that in, in big quotes. If you were lucky enough to cut that, then you would bleed out really quickly. So later on, because the whole stabbing yourself in the throat thing and and holding a, a knife to your heart and falling forward onto it is—that just seems excessive, I guess.
1: Yeah, man, this sounds that <sighs> sounds like a parody of some shit. It doesn't sound real.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what's the craziest way this guy could kill himself with a knife?
1: And then let's go Hmm. overboard by making him fall on it.
0: That's right. Now, now, I see that your intestines are in a pool in front of you. Um, Do me a favor, though. Stand up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, uh, put, like, the sharp part of the knife. Yeah, like, pull it out of yourself. Okay, yeah. Now, sharp pointy bit. Put it right to your chest. And now I need you to just, like... Like stiff as a board, just fall forward.
1: Dude, I have trouble mm-hmm. standing up if I stub my toe.
0: Mm. Man, toe stubs though, ouch! Right? Yeah, like that. I think that that would than be worse. Abdominal yeah. Uh, mutilation. Yeah, like, uh, hey guys, you can do one of two things: you can uh, gut yourself like a fish, or you can kick this side of the doorway as you walk through it, just with one or two toes.
1: Just, just instant stabs.
0: Oh yeah, I'd be grabbing knives all day. Let's do this shit. Of course, of course. Oh. So, so later on, since that was a bit uh much, they added what would be called just a a second, uh that I'll run into the Japanese word for it a little further down. But the assistant would uh be either a close friend or a a trusted like honorable, good samurai. And this second would wait for the belly cut, and then, when the samurai who was committing seppuku would was ready, he would uh he would fucking put his head forward and stretch his neck out, and his second would then uh cut his head off to end his suffering.
1: I mean, I guess that's better
0: i mean it's quicker you, you I mean they you, could if you get just... it wrong, you're not just sitting there bleeding out, you know it it's it's, I think that's a lot better. I think the whole thing's kind of fucking ridiculous. I mean, the or Europeans more than kinda. got it
1: right. They just, they just went straight to the head-cutting. And if they didn't mess around with all like the self-mutilation. The Europeans are just like, Nah, dude, just a quick axe to the head is, is that's fine.
0: But the weird thing about that is, uh, of all the people to add pomp and circumstance to fucking head-cutting, I would expect the Europeans to be more <laughs> flashy about it and shit. And just wait until we get to, the, like the really, uh, the the minutia of this whole thing minutia. is pretty. The ritual is 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 fun. It's not fun. I mean, it's terrifying. Just imagining yourself having to to go through this in front of uh, friends and loved ones and uh, and people you hate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a rough things so to get
1: a paper cut. Honestly.
0: Oh goddamn! See paper cut. Worse than Sepku. That's, I mean.
1: To be honest, dude. I mean, you ever you ever been you ever get a paper cut, but like on cardboard? Not cardboard. Yes. Um, uh, construction like, paper. Uh,
0: yes, construction paper paper cuts are like a buzz saw going through you. Yeah, no. And it's, then just and then just leaving broken glass inside of it. It's brutal.
1: Mm. It's uh, I've I've seen the face of death, and he made me cry
0: mm. so you should have just played chess against him and then you know then you'd be fine see there's there's a cultural reference that you have no reference point for I just made it Chris would have laughed I was born James, in
1: 1999
0: so <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ he, you were born in 1999. <laughs> I was doing terrible things already. Uh, but that was a reference to Bill and Ted and hmm Bogus Journey. Yeah. Man, see, I should know it, though. I've seen that before.
1: I need to rewatch it. Well, I have watched Bill and Ted before. I'm not that it uncultured. It
0: is a quality cinematic hit. They're coming out the with a new one. I'm pretty pumped about the new one. They're coming out with a new one. Yeah, still yeah. with Keanu in it.
1: Yes, yeah, so Keanu and uh, I forget the other guy's name. It's kind of sad, but
0: no one fucking knows the other guy's name. Like, Whatever. Keanu
1: went on to do great things. And the other guys, mm-hmm. uh, Bill and Ted one, two, and then Bill and Ted three.
0: Yeah, I I uh, I mean I know his name from the movie. It's uh Ted Theodore Logan because <laughs> because Keanu's name was Bill S. Preston Esquire. Less and, they, <laughs> and they are the wild stallions. Um <laughs> so definitely worth a rewatch. So the practice of of sepku, uh back to that, which is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Uh wasn't actually like standardized as a ritual practice until around the seventeenth century, which means sixteen hundreds, just FYI. Okay. So in in the twelfth and thirteenth centuries, uh like with Minamoto uh, the practice of a, uh, Kaishakunin? Wait, Kaishakunin. That's what it is. Uh That is, that's his second. That's the dude that stands up with a sword. Ah. Kaishakunin. Ah. Um, they didn't have that yet, so it was way more painful, because she just had to fucking bleed out. Um,. So, in the absence of a second, the samurai would remove the blade from his belly, stab himself in the throat, or fall from a standing position with the blade positioned against his heart. Just so much. So much. But we get to the 1600s, and it became like a really. Like I said, it became a a ritual full of fucking pomp and circumstance. Which. Was usually performed in front of spectators. Uh, it, well, if it were, if it was a planned uh, event, um, if not, it was usually on the battlefield, which you know no one would give a shit. So, samurai was bathed, then he was dressed in a white kimono that specifically uh, denotes death, and he would have his it just like a death row prisoner. They would give him his favorite food for a last meal. And when he was finished eating, the the knife, uh, most likely the tanto, and cloth were placed on a uh, like a, a like like a raised plate in front of him. Um, so dressed dressed in this ceremonial garb, uh, with his with his sword placed in front of him, and uh, they would first prepare by writing a death poem. <laughs>
1: just, just
0: <laughs> is this not the most metal fucking thing you've ever heard G- G- this um, is so
1: Japanese man this doesn't really surprise me
0: roses are red violets are blue I'm gonna kill myself but I still hate all of you
1: something like that or like a haiku. death
0: poem wait that's 575 is it yeah um,
1: I-, I can't do a haiku off the top I can't
0: knife in belly now <laughs> thank you for the t-bone what? steak <laughs> Yeah. please wrap my guts up haiku bitch
1: okay yeah that works respect
0: mm-hmm I like respect because if I don't have it, I have to fucking gut myself, which is not a good thing. So he would open up his kimono, um, <laughs> with uh, and then he'd pick up the knife, so that his uh, you know his his whole uh, torso was uh, was naked, which is uh, sexy and scary same time, you know. Yeah. Um. So, hmm. Samurai would hold it. Hold the uh, blade uh, with the the cloth so he wouldn't cut himself. Of course. He'd plunge it in. That'd be delicate. Which is good. But uh, prior to doing this, he would consume uh, a ceremonial drink of sake. Not (laughs) enough to get him drunk, but hey, here's some stuff you probably used to really enjoy. And he would also give his attendant a cup meant for sake. I don't know if sake would be in it, but he'd give him a cup that you're supposed to put it in there with... Um they would uh they would take the arms of the kimono that they were wearing and they would uh they would tuck it basically under their their legs how they were sitting to make sure that when they died they would fall forward because a proper uh Japanese soldier uh or you know samurai would it it, it was bad to fall backwards if you die I don't I don't get the significance, I but
1: mean, y- yeah, dude, it's like when you when you knock salt over.
0: Um, I mean, but you have to always knock salt over, over forward.
1: No, you got to like throw it on your yeah. back, you know. Like, you know, it's oh. like how you got to do that. You know, you got to fall forward when you when you commit uh, seppuku. You, gotta, you, can't you know fall what? Fall back, it's bad luck. But you can't throw salt over your shoulder if you're dead. So I mean, you're just fucked. So you got to make sure you get it right the first time. I understand. That oh, that makes man. perfect sense to me.
0: Okay, good. Good. Maybe you can explain it a little better afterwards. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> So after he cut his belly, like I said, his uh Kaishakunin would then uh would then perform Kaishaku, <laughs> of course, which <laughs> is a, a a cut where the the samurai would be partially decapitated. Um <clears throat> Jesus. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, in which way a slight band of flesh is left attaching the head to the body so that it can be hung in front as if embraced. Because, okay. <laughs> because of Don't the lie. precision needed this to do funny. this. No, it's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, because because of the precision needed to do this cut, their, their second was almost always a, a skilled... Swordsman, because how do you cut just enough to leave a tiny little strip of flesh hanging yeah, on the wild. front? Cause, that's some, that's some and the damn reason,
1: fucking precision.
0: The reason to do that is so that the head d- doesn't come off and fly toward the officials that were there <laughs> to, st- to watch everything. Um, <clears throat> oh, man, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I'm a bad person, <laughs> Yeah, we all are. It's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, the process became so crazy high, like just ritual that sometimes toward the end, as soon as the samurai would even just reach for his blade, his second would, would stand and cut his head off. Um, just to save him from having to do that shit. Um, yeah, and and a lot of times actually the the blade was just taken away completely, and they would put something symbolic there, like a like a fan, for them to reach for, and then their second would just kill them once they reach for the the fan. And this was this happened where a lot of times it was too dangerous to have a blade there because the guy that you were making kill himself might pick the blade up and like attack people and try to get away. He has no um, honor. Uh, the second uh, was usually, but of course not always, a friend. Uh, if a defeated warrior had fought honorably and well, then an opponent who wanted to, to say, hey man, you're fucking brave and I think that's swell, um, he would sometimes volunteer to act as that captured samurai's second. I mean, that's, Okay. I used, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would ask for you. But if it were just you and like a bunch of strangers there that I had never met, then you know I would I would be I would be an honor. Yeah, man,
1: I'll cut your head off!
0: <clears throat> wow, you're not the first person to tell me that today. <laughs> um, sorry, so man, okay? from <laughs> 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 uh there there's a book or <clears throat> an old Japanese writing something like that uh, called uh, Hakakuri, and it was written by. Uh, Yamamoto Sutomo, Uh, Sunetomo, Sorry. This is bad. Uh, and he writes, <clears throat> From ages past, it's been considered an ill-omen by samurai to be requested as a, uh, a Kaishaku. The reason for this is that one gains no fame from it, even if the job is well done. Further, if one should blunder, it becomes a lifetime disgrace. In the practice of pastimes, there were instances when the head flew off. It was said that it was best to cut, leaving a little skin remaining, so that it didn't fly off in the direction of the the verifying officials. <sighs> You're right. This is fun. I mean, your your speechlessness is like I told you this was going to be a good a good fun one. And that a second, that so you should be happy to be here.
1: Just take a second, and, like absorb it. You know, it's, it's it's rough. It's rough.
0: No, you start absorbing the shit, and it gets deep inside you and forms like like kidney stones and shit. You gotta just let this stuff just roll off your but, back.
1: But this isn't situations where it's basically like modern death row inmates. Like these people did some shit, like to be in nope. this position, right?
0: Nope. What? But- some did, yes, but not all. No.
1: So it could just literally be like what you said, where Laura's just like, "Hey, you, <laughs> kill yourself." Like,
0: like maybe, maybe you farted in front of the emperor. Guess what, Sepku.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, if if you're in front of the emperor, maybe don't fart. I mean, killing, being killed is a little far, but I would 100. I don't, I don't fart in front of anybody to be honest. Except my All girlfriend. All right, well,
0: I mean, at least try and make it silent so that you could blame it on the guy next to you. Some, you know.
1: Some or say someone's like smoking weed outside
0: <laughs> is that what your fart smell like James no <laughs> your comment like it literally took me a second to be like are we having the same conversation man I'm so way good.
1: off track
0: that's okay so a specialized form of sefku in feudal times was known as kanshi um which is death of understanding, in which the uh the person that was committing said suicide would commit said suicide in protest of their lord's uh of a decision that their lord had made. they're like, hey, that's bad policy, I'll show you that I'm serious like totes like just so goddamn serious that I hate. That you're changing the colors of the bathrooms in the the city to blue instead of teal, I'm going to show you my displeasure by I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. Um, I'm going like to kill two,
1: myself if you do this. I'm going to kill myself.
0: God, if the internet would just do that instead. <laughs> so the the retainer the uh, the complainee or complainer, yeah. Uh, they would cut their belly basically in, uh, kind of in private, and then they would quickly bandage the wound up, and then they would go see their lord in, per- in Jesus person. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they would be like, they would give a speech uh, where they were like, hey, like, fuck you in your bathrooms and shit. And then he would open up the, uh, the bandage and, uh, you know, stuff would plop out and they would die.
1: Oh wait, dude! I'm getting flashbacks. I think uh, Joe might have been talking about this one night. Yeah, I, that's that's wild, dude. I feel like I've heard this before. That's that's like some like that's like some horror movie type shit. That's like
0: yeah. Uh, that's. I mean i i would I would almost guarantee you that this feudal lord has either seen or done probably much worse.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's a feudal lord. I mean kind of, it's not a peaceful Comes with the position. territory. Yeah. That's what he's saying.
0: <clears throat> so, uh, some samurai chose to perform a considerably uh, more extreme form of sepku, known as, no shit, Jumanji Giri. <laughs> hey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's a word yeah.
1: that I'm familiar a, with in a different context.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically, is the name of a game and a movie is It. And another
1: verb? movie, which we don't talk about. Which I I, 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 I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know I don't if it's good or not. I'm
0: just... I've actually heard good things. I still haven't seen it, though. I have um, also heard good things. So, this stands for cross-shaped cut, in which uh, there is no second to put a quick end to the suffering. So, what the samurai would do is they would cut across the belly. And then they would uh go ahead and do like a like an inverted cut up the abdomen from the belly cut um to make a cross and he was expected uh to to not wince or cry or moan show no sign of discomfort whatsoever and suffer quietly until he bleeds to death with his hands over his face
1: jesus man uh, does mm-hmm. it get more stream than, is there more stream versions or is, um, is that like the I mean worst that's one kind
0: that's kind of like the bad one dude, yeah
1: that's that's what, the, dude just the thought of like sitting there and making like a, a perfect cross in your abdomen with like a 6 inch blade it's like it's mm-hmm. I and then, yeah. and then, not even wince or like show any pain, like just sit there, like straight face, just like poker face, just dead eyed, straight ahead, and just just guts hanging out, and just put your mm. hands over your face and just just take it.
0: That's you know, if I had a nickel. Um.
1: Dude, so what happens when these people like? Oh man, they must they must feel terrible when they cut into their stomach, and you got the few that do start crying because, oh my god, you're cutting into your stomach. <laughs> like, um, like I, there's like, oh, I, I to couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't keep a straight face.
0: I want to say that it, it wasn't, it wasn't so commonplace, but I also at the same time have seen uh, numbers of uh, yearly sepku, um, you know, related death uh, could have been as high as uh, 15,000 a year
1: yeah that's that's what i'm saying and on like, a, a even small if there was island like 10, nation even if only 10 people did it like in that version where you can't even win or show pain like i guarantee at least one of them was like like fucked up and like showed showed pain and they were just like oh
0: shit. yeah no we can't cut his head off now like he's got to sit there and you know what he- since you wanted to show pain from cutting your belly well here smoke a whole carton of cigarettes
1: that's exactly what they did I was there and mm. I saw it
0: sweet sweet Marlboro Reds <laughs> My take, cigarettes. take me home country road Ah, they call them cowboy killers I'm not a cowboy completely safe so in the 1860s which is really not that fucking long ago there was a British ambassador to Japan whose name was, no shit, Algernon Freeman Mitford. <laughs> Algernon. Mm-hmm. Huh. Lord Lord Reesdale. Resda- Reesdale? Wait. Redesdale? R-E-D-E-S-D-A-L-E. Reesdale. Anyway. <laughs> Redesal. I like that. Redezel for Nezzle. Redesal for um, uh He lived within sight of uh ji which is where the forty seven Ronin are buried. Have you ever seen the uh Akira kurosawa uh masterpiece forty seven samurai uh
1: I may have, but i'm gonna say no
0: it's like uh it's like i think over three hours long Wait, three and it 's in black and white oh, oh it 's in black oh, and white, it 's a, a movie it's over three hours long, yeah.
1: Is that the one where um there's one scene where the guys like running along the balcony of the building while the arrows are being shot at him, and like they 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 start like like pinning his armor and shit, and it's all like actual arrows being shot at him by actual archers.
0: Oh, I don't know. So we okay. I've 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 watched it, but I, I haven't. So anyway. Okay. The real world site where the know. forty-seven Ronin are buried because the 40, 47 Samurai were actual people. this That did actually happen. Um, and, I mean, but they were ronin, which are masterless or lordless samurai, which means they ain't got no jobs no more. They took our jibs and such. Uh-huh. Um, so, this British guy, the ambassador, Lord uh, Redesdale, he lived within sight of the cemetery where the 47 ronin are buried. And in his book which is titled Tales of Old Japan, he describes a man who had come to the graves there to kill himself. And I will now read. I will add one anecdote to show the sanctity which is attached to the graves of the 47. In the month of September 1868, a certain man came to pray before the grave of Oshi Chikara. Having finished his prayers, he deliberately performed harakiri, and the belly and the belly uh, the belly wound not being mortal dispatched himself by cutting his throat upon his person were found papers setting forth that being a ronin and without means of earning a living he had petitioned to be allowed to enter the clan of the prince of uh wait, Choshu wait i guess which he looked upon as the noblest clan in the realm his petition his petition having been refused nothing remained for him but to die For to be a ronin was hateful to him and he would serve no other master than the prince of Choshu. What more fitting place could he find in which to put an end to his life than the graveyard of these braves? This happened at about 200 yards distance from my house and when I saw the spot an hour or two later, the ground was all bespattered with blood and disturbed by the death struggles of the man. So that's I mean that's how how it was, like as far as honor went. Yeah, so that was an up Dude and
1: down f- honor cone. So like his yeah. his master died. Dude fucking lost his job. He, he saw, exactly. He saw no honor in not having a lord and refused to mm-hmm. not have another lord. Um my computer just went to sleep, but I'm still recording. Um <laughs> Um Dude. I lost I lost track. God Um. Yeah. yeah. So, like, up and down was just like pure honor. So he killed
0: himself because he's like, if I can't serve this specific guy, who's the only guy that I think is honorable enough for me to serve, then there's no use in me living anymore. Because if I can't be a fucking samurai, then I like I love that line that he that he says, um, you know, to be a Ronin was hateful to him. Yeah. So to be a masterless samurai. Was hateful to this one. Um, the British guy also describes his friend's eyewitness account of uh, someone committing seppuku. He says there are many stories on record of extraordinary heroism being displayed in the harakiri. The case of a young, fe- uh, the case of a young fellow only twenty years old, of the Choshu clan, was. Uh, Which was told me the other day by an eyewitness deserves mention as a marvelous instance of determination. Not content with giving himself the one necessary cut he slashed himself thrice horizontally and twice vertically which I just see a tic-tac-toe board when I anyway then he stabbed himself in the throat until the dirk protruded on the other side with its sharp edge to the front setting his teeth in one supreme effort he drove the knife forward with both hands through his throat and fell dead.
1: Ooh. Wait, wait, wait! So that was through his neck or like through his mouth? His neck. Okay, okay. That's that's wild. I can't.
0: I mean, cu- cutting your your tum tum open is is wild. That is fucking just balls to the wall crazy.
1: Yeah, so it sounds like this man, like, started pushing it in, got through, like, the first wall of his esophagus, got stopped by the other wall, and he was just like, oh, two hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus So, the, uh, the, the English dude, Mitford, uh, did actually witness someone commit seppuku as well, and this is his quick little story about that. As a corollary to the above elaborate statement of the ceremonies proper to be observed at the Harakiri, I may here describe an instance of such an execution which I was sent officially to witness. The condemned man was Taki Zenzaburo, an officer of the Prince of Bison, who gave the order to fire upon the foreign settlement at Hyogo in the month of February 1868, an attack to which I have alluded in the preamble of the story to the Uh, the Eta Maiden and the Hatamoto. Up to that time, no foreigner had witnessed such an execution, which was rather looked upon as a traveler's fable. The ceremony, which was ordered by the Mikado, which is the emperor uh, by the Mikado himself, took place at 10.30 at night in the Temple of Seifukuji, the headquarters of the Satsuma troops at Hyogo. A witness was sent from each of the foreign uh, legations. We were seven foreigners in all. After another profound obeisance, Taki Zenzaburo, in a voice which betrayed just so much emotion and hesitation as might be expected from a man who was making a painful confession, but with no sign of either in his face or manner, spoke as follows. I, and I alone, unwarrantably gave the order to fire on the foreigners at Kobe. "'and again as they tried to escape. "'For this crime, I disembowel myself, "'and I beg you who are present to do me the honor "'of witnessing the act.'" So, bowing once more, the speaker allowed his upper garments to slip down to his girdle and remain naked to the waist. Carefully, according to custom, he tucked his sleeves under his knees to prevent himself from falling backwards, for a noble Japanese gentleman should die falling forward. Deliberately, with a steady hand, he took the dirk that lay before him, and he looked at it wistfully, almost affectionately. For a moment, he seemed to collect his thoughts for the last time, and then, stabbing himself deeply below the waist on the left-handed side, he drew the dirk slowly across to the right side, and turning it in the wound, gave a slight cut upwards. During this sickeningly painful operation, he never moved the muscle of his face. When he drew out the dirk, he leaned forward and stretched out his neck, An expression of pain for the first time crossed his face, but he uttered no sound. At that moment, the Kaishaku, who, still crouching by his side, had been keenly watching his every movement sprang to his feet, poised his sword for a second in the air. There was a flash, a heavy, ugly thud, a crashing fall. With one blow, the head had been severed from the body. A dead silence followed, broken only by the hideous noise of blood throbbing out of the inert heap before us, which but a moment before had been a brave and chivalrous man. It was horrible. The Kaishaku made a low low bow, wiped his sword with a piece of rice paper which he had ready for the purpose, and retired from the raised floor. And the stained dirk was solemnly borne away, a bloody proof of the execution. The two representatives of the Mikado then left their places, and crossing over to where the foreign witnesses sat, called us to witness that the sentence of death upon Taki Zaburo had been faithfully carried out. The ceremony being at an end, we left the temple. The ceremony to which the place and the hour gave an additional solemnity, was characterized throughout by that extreme dignity and punctiliousnesses. What? Damn it! Huh? I don't fucking... Know and and being punctual uh, which are the distinctive marks of the proceedings of Japanese gentlemen of rank and it is important to note this fact because it carries with it the conviction that the dead man was indeed the officer who had committed the crime and no substitute while profoundly impressed by the terrible scene it was impossible at the same time not to be filled with admiration of the firm and manly bearing of the sufferer and, the, and of the nerve with which the Kaishaku performed his last duty to his master <sighs> the end <laughs> of the hat story.
1: All right, all right. So recap. Why did that? Why was he having to commit that again? Like to commit uh sepuku? Sepuku? He
0: he had he had fired on some foreigners. That's right. Okay. And and when they were then running, he fired again. Yeah. So I, I that can was see a, a, a no no at the time.
1: Yeah, I can see why. That's very dishonorable.
0: But, uh, you know, he took responsibility for the whole thing, where he says, you know, I and I alone did this. I I called for the order to do it, and for the order to keep firing at them as they retreated. That was me and me alone. So that's why I'm doing this. And that's another thing. I mean, there were (laughs) undoubtedly lots of other fucking people firing at these foreigners. But this guy was the Jesus of that fucking situation he died for their fucking sins so that their sins could be forgiven
1: jeez I mean to be honest yeah yeah. he's the Jesus of that situation
0: bible fact so what is bible cast uh Sepku as a judicial punishment was abolished in 1873 that's not that fucking long ago
1: Wait, wait what year 1873. 1873. Jeez. So like,
0: less, less than 200 years ago.
1: Less than 150 years ago.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, but th- that's just as a judicial punishment it was abolished. Um, but voluntary sepku didn't, like, die out then. Uh, after that, dozens of people are known to have committed it. Uh, including uh, General Nogi and his wife on the death of Emperor Miji in 1912. There were, a, like I said, a, a fuckload of uh, soldiers and civilians who who committed the act rather than surrender. At, and this is at the end of the war. <laughs> um, huh. Man, this is... It sucks. So, the last known case... Uh, of, like, a proper public seppuku was in 1970. It wasn't one that was scheduled or ordered or anything like that. But in 1970, uh, author uh, Yukio uh, Mishima and one of his followers performed public seppuku at the Japan Self-Defense Forces headquarters after an unsuccessful attempt to incite the armed forces to stage a coup d'etat. Mishima performed seppuku in the office of General Kanatoshi Mashida. His second, a 25-year-old man named Masakatsu Morita, tried three times to ritually behead Mishima but failed.
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) Um, His head was finally severed by uh, Hiroyasu Koga, who was a former kendo champion. Morita then attempted to perform uh, seppuku himself, but his own cuts were were far too shallow to be fatal so he went ahead and gave the signal and koga then to decapitated uh marita that was in 1970 <laughs> jesus
1: christ that sucks dude <laughs> that that guy couldn't even do it right he didn't go deep enough He's like, he's like,
0: exactly. He's
1: like, oh well, I fucked up, <laughs> but now this is like double shameful. Just done. Uh, just go ahead and kill me now. Nineteen seventy. Jesus.
0: Yeah, and and that was again to to be like, hey, that bit of policy, or you know, really, they were trying to get the the army or the the. Japanese self defense force anyway to rise up and take over the government, which is what a coup d'état is. Yeah. Um, So, the fact that they didn't do that, they were like, "Well, I guess I'll kill myself." Dan.
1: Oh, can't even kill myself.
0: Can't even make Japan great again. SMH Mm -hmm. my
1: head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Wait, isn't. SMH, shake my head. Why would you yeah. say SMH? My head. Because I'm shaking my shake head. Shake my head, my head. because I'm, I'm. You know, if you shake it more than you shake it more than three times, you're playing with it.
1: Bro, no, I'm... <laughs> I'm just shaking my head, bro. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> so, the guy that we talked about at the very top, Minamoto, no, uh, Tomatomo, Tomatomo, yeah, tomato, um, tomato. Tomato, to uh, <laughs> that's right. He was uh, the first known uh, person that had to do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about him just for a second because I was reading through like notable people that had to fucking do this, and his story is kind of fun. He was a samurai who fought in the Hogan Rebellion. That's right, the Hogan Rebellion of 1156. Yeah. No, that's that's Randy Savage, but that's okay. He was the son of. <laughs> He was the son of Minamoto no Tamayoshi and brother to uh, uh, Yu- Yukai and Yoshimoto. Yo- wait, Yoshitomo. These names all melding together. Anyway, Tamiyoshi is known in the Epic Chronicles as a powerful archer. And it's said that he once sunk an entire Tyra ship with a single arrow by puncturing its hull below the waterline. It's also added huh. in many legends that his left arm was about four inches longer than his right, enabling a longer draw of the arrow and more powerful shots. Interesting. Yeah. He fought to defend Shirakawa Den alongside his father against the forces of Taira no Kiyomori and Minamoto no Yoshitomo, who is his brother. The palace was set aflame and Tamitomo Tamitomo was forced to flee, so they lost so after the rebellion uh, the Taira who is the, the, the lead other guy he cut the sinew of Tametomo's left arm which would limit the use of his bow and then he was banished to the island of Oshima in the Izu Islands Tametomo eventually killed himself by slicing his abdomen or committing seppuku he's quite possibly the very first ever to commit said act
1: so, is that something that he invented then, or was this already a concept that just had not been put into practice yet?
0: Um, hmm.
1: Uh, that's fair. Um,
0: <laughs> Bit yeah, it's it, the. F- I guess it. It may just be the first recorded.
1: That's so interesting, but that that's pretty cool though. That was that was a pretty fun story, especially because you know I don't. I don't know how true that is about the four inches longer left arm, but if that is true and that is accurate, then that's pretty incredible because that it's would super weird. that would definitely super weird, right? that would definitely help you as an archer having a longer. Yeah. Lineup.
0: I mean, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't a longer right arm just like be able to pull the string back further too? Like, wouldn't just Not... if either were longer? Uh no I guess not because you got to pull it like back to your eye or what I don't know. Anyway, so there is one more case of sepku. Uh, I said that like it was a cold, but um that happened after the 1971 that, that we just talked about, but it's not it's not definitely I'll I'll get to it. So, uh Isao Inokuma was a uh he, was a, he won a gold medal in the heavyweight division for judo at the 1964 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Ah. And then went on to win a world title in 1965. <clears throat> His birthday, day before mine. I mean, he was born in 1938, but February 4th. That means he's an okay guy. He's an okay guy in my book. Yeah. But my in 1966... Neighbor. Uh, which is uh, right, right after uh, the year after he won his his world title, uh, he resigned from his post at the Tokyo Police Department to become an executive at the Tokai Construction Company. Hmm. He uh, would he would still do uh, judo, and he was an advisor for the International Judo Federation, and as an instructor at Tokai University, where he coached future Olympic gold medalist uh, Yashirio Yamashita. He also authored several books and manuals on judo. So, in 2001, uh he committed suicide by means of seppuku possibly due to financial losses suffered by his company. Jeez. But but they um that's just a possibly because he uh may he may have instead actually uh became a guru in a new Japanese religion what what? <laughs> what uh-huh yeah um you know it's just stuff it's just stuff you know
1: that's that's kind of crazy well what do you <clears> know what religion
0: i do Yes.
1: You wanna share it with the class?
0: No. no. I don't.
1: That's unfair. Is it? Is it connected to certain organizations?
0: Oh no, no. I just uh I can't seem to find where I had that uh that link uh-huh. bookmarked. So it's more of a of a gotcha. mm, than a mm, but I mean, all of our listeners, and possibly you even, are somewhat intelligent folk, and I'm sure that if you really, really, really wished about it, that that you could fucking find what you needed.
1: I don't know, man. I think fair? you're overestimating my intelligence. I think intelligence. that's fair.
0: Um. Hey, man. I said already. It's a pretty low bar. Um. <laughs> so. That is the story, the back story, the front story, the side story. Oh, when women did it, they would just cut their throats, by the way. I mean, they'd still have like a whole thing, uh, like a whole, you know, circumstance slash pomp, uh-huh. um, where they would like, they would, they would sit down in their weird little, uh, Japanese, like kneeling down, you know, on the ground position, and then they would tie their, their legs together so that, so that after they died, their legs would stay in a dignified position.
1: I feel like I've heard something about this. Was that also something to do with rape, or am I? Uh,
0: I don't. I mean, I I read quite a bit on this today, and it I didn't see anything other than it being a punishment for rape. Uh, so I no, I don't think them tying a pun- their, their wait, 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 had a with that.
1: before so like if if a woman got raped like if a samurai to...
0: raped no if a samurai raped a woman they would be they would well more often than not would be you know forced to commit seppuku
1: okay cuz i was about to say that sounds like a totally different culture
0: yeah no uh the women <clears throat> uh would usually do it if their husband basically had to do it like i said earlier they were i don't believe they were forced to if their husband If their husband did, but I know that many did, or if they, you know, were trying to also save face about this and that or such and such, you know? Yeah.
1: Double honor save.
0: And that, and um, you know, ba da ba ba da ba, uh, suicide. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is the this is the second. This is the second Japanese episode where it's purely about suicide.
1: Was, pop- was the other one about the suicide forest, perhaps?
0: It certainly was. Aoki Aush- au- uh, yes, yes, sir, was one of our one of our first episodes. That was fun. Sea of Trees, it was called. It was pretty spooky and depressing. Pretty spooky, it was. Dude, it's still active. And Chris and which I is have, wild. A, have a pact. The, oh yeah. L- well, yeah, it's still active. It's a fucking. It's a a cultural phenomenon, man yeah. i want to fucking kill but myself like, there well, sooner or later
1: seppuku isn't really a thing anymore at least that, not that's recorded so it's crazy that you know suicide forest you know that, that that's still active like people still go there and kill themselves but something like well, and, seppuku and, and, and has seppuku, died off.
0: seppuku is more of a, a an honor Thing like it was the samurai code kind of deal, you know. Um, so that went away with that way of thinking. Akugor is more of but just
1: I'm um, sad.
0: It yeah, they like the Japanese people are very uh, goal oriented people. Yeah, so it's all about having the best and doing the best. And when you're not, it's 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 got to be hard on the Japanese psyche, I suppose. And suicide is still seen as, um. Not, I don't want to say this, but a dignified way to go.
1: It's still seen that way.
0: The yeah, the the Japanese people are are very uh, suicide. Um, they're not like, they're not like for it, but they're not like, you know, like opposed to it. I guess I don't know. Well, it's, um, stop asking me questions like, for, for answers. I don't it's fucking. It's like my favorite band, The Suicide uh,
1: Boys, always say self suicide, suicide kill yourself ho
0: That's a stupid thing self suicide, what?
1: Suicide. What?
0: That's a dumb that's a dumb You're dumb. That's just a dumb. You're,
1: you're just a dumb.
0: You're... Hey man.
1: I I saw your birth certificate when uh, under male or female they they wrote a third box and they it just they just put it's a dumb. Oh. Yeah
0: that is what they said <laughs> and that's still what they say <laughs> I just like that you took the time to learn a little something about me
1: no problem man hmm. I care about you
0: yep yep you've just listened to a belly cutting up in this time episode of see no hear no and speak no
1: the conspiracy wait, wait, wait fuck the UFOs what, the conspiracy there it is and the ritualistic mm-hmm. murders.
0: Aww. I mean that's I mean that's do you call suicide a murder?
1: It's what well, what about the second?
0: Hmm It's more of a mercy killing. Assisted suicide really. Mercy murder. Mm Assisted murder. No. Assisted self murder. I think like if somebody's like, hey, you have to commit suicide, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that that person's committing okay, murder. Well,
1: right? there's no interesting way for me to say suicide. I can't be like, ritualistic?
0: No, I think I think you nailed it. I think that's perfect, <laughs> actually. That's pretty good. Countdown. Three. Two oh, wow. one. Thanks for hanging out, James, and stop your recording.